We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Scott Dolch has been on the show many times. He's the president and CEO of the Connecticut Restaurant Association, and he wants to create the Connecticut Hospitality Fund, and we just thought it would be worth talking about because it's your tax, wants to use your tax dollars and... And so let's get some information and some conversations, see how the restaurant business is doing here in Connecticut. Uh, Scott Dolch joining us here on Brian and Company. Scott, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Brian. Thanks so much, as always, for having me. Yeah, good to have you on. So what do you want to do? Well, I think, you know, taking a step back for your listeners to understand. So back in 2019, um, there was the 1% meals and beverage tax added in Connecticut. So if you go out to eat, you know, instead of 6.35, it's 7.35%. Um, for all restaurants, caterers, private event venues, um, you know, charge that tax. That unfortunately, the tax doesn't go back to an owner or operator. That money goes, which we had thought in 2019, that extra one percent was going to go back to municipalities. It obviously went back and just into the general fund. So that money is really not helping in, in in any way the hospitality industry as a whole. So um, now that we're in a better budget cycle and better time, you know, there's been talk about repealing that one percent or doing different things. But I think for us. You know, we'd like to see that money work for the industry. And so the kind of the plan we put together was let's use that 1%, which generates close to $90 million uh, based on last year's uh, fiscal budget. Um, we were a $9.6 billion industry. And we'd like to see in a three-part way, um, you know, 50% of it go back to municipalities where it was intended, um, which about $45 million. And then hopefully those dollars are used for hospitality specific in those 169 towns. So parking, you know, helping offset outdoor da- dining, you know, grants, other things they can do for the hospitality sector. And then the other one is obviously 30% going to tourism. Um, we think our Connecticut tourism industry uh, is, you know, needs the funding to be competitive. You know, it's every year we've been down as low as a dollar, you know, years ago to up to 15, down to four, up to 11. And this would put about 25 million in that office budget, not just for marketing dollars, but for staff and everything else. And, okay. and then the last one, the most important, Brian, is, Workforce development, you know, putting about 20% of that fund to help us rebuild our workforce. We're about 20,000 jobs short of where we were um, pre-pandemic. And uh, the only way we're going to get that back to a, to a number, you know, that 160,000 jobs again is really to, to, you know, put a lot of these programs that we have in place and get the resources needed um, for people to get back into our industry. Okay, so just in, in summation, that 1% tax currently goes into the general fund. It's about $90 million a year. And you'd like to see that earmarked for other things that would help hospitality in Connecticut. And you just broke down what that was. That's great. So you, so right now that money just goes into the coffers that are building up the rainy day fund and other stuff. Uh, and you, exactly. you want to specifically earmark it. Now, the, those elements don't all directly contribute to, say, the restaurant business, but they are obviously helping sort of the infrastructure of hospitality in Connecticut. Are you coordinating with – like, do you know – how do you know that the municipalities, if they got this money, would use it that way? Would there be things within it to, to make sure of that? I mean, how coordinated? Because there are different re, you know, recipients here that aren't just sure. you. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, Brian, you hit the nail on the head. This isn't going to directly go as a check back to an individual restaurant or right to my association industry. You know, We're a secondary beneficiary of this. 
Um, our hope as we, as we talk to CCM and we talk to the towns and we've had these conversations that they do use these dollars that way. Um, and I think that's, this is a concept and this is the conversations we're trying to have. Um, but obviously this is a long-term plan and solution in my, 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 my feeling, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I know there's restaurants out there struggling. We could talk all about that as well. And, you know, I know they're looking for other ways to help them, but, you know, I'm also looking at the fact that, you know, overseeing hospitality as a whole, I feel like every year, you know, we're always asking for crumbs or asking for things to just try to help our industry instead of actually having a sustainable long-term solution to budgetarily helping, you know, the hospitality sector. Let me ask you in terms of, is this in a piece of legislation that's being considered or do you just sort of like, are you, are you working with the state legislature on this? No, Brian, such a great question. So there was a bill we testified. There was a bill in commerce yesterday um, on grants and, and ways to help arts, culture, and tourism. Um, we brought up brought it up there in that in that um, public hearing, and then obviously there's a public hearing in finance um, on Monday. Uh, Senator Looney has a bill to take the whole one percent and put it back to municipalities as a whole. We're trying to work with him to have you know more our model or some version of it. And then obviously this is really as you just talked about, it's a budget discussion. Um, you know, with the governor and with legislative leaders over the next couple months as they try to put this biennial budget together, and we hope. So there are different vehicles, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know if it is this specific bill, that specific bill, or if it's in a budget conversation. I just think I'm hoping legislators, you know, come together and say, hey, this is something that makes sense. This is something, these are, these are dollars that this industry is generating, and we want to, you know, help this industry by putting it back back into the hospitality and you're, you're specifically lobbying you're do, are you the lobbyist or do you use other people <laughs> i have a lobbyist nicole griffin who's who's phenomenal but obviously i am a lobbyist as well brian so I, i'm up there talking to legislators um you know because i also think that this plan um for all of them and all their districts you know this brings them dollars back into their into the municipalities and significant dollars as well so i hope that it makes sense you know everyone tries to say tourism is just a shoreline or just in this area you know, tourism is our entire state, especially when you look at the culinary world. People travel on their bellies. Um, we've had some, some record numbers of people coming into our state the last couple of years, and I think a lot of that has to do with money that's been put into tourism, and we need to continue to do that. And I hope all the legislators listening that, you know, that they take a good look at this concept and this plan um, and say, you know what, this makes sense uh, long-term for what we're trying to do in Connecticut. Well, I will tell you, we, were just, we have an email chain going right now about these guys – the wing addicts are just putting together a Connecticut wing trail. And, uh, and, and and there's also like chain stuff, you know, we're talking about Scott Dolch, who of course is the president and CEO of the Connecticut restaurant association. If anybody wants to take me out to lunch to Capitol grill in downtown Hartford, I'm, I'm there too. Cause I, I had an incredible lunch there the other day, but I asked the bartender, I said, well, how are things? And he said, things were great. And, and then you see certain places that it's not so great. So listen, I, I, it's a tough inflationary time. The restaurants are getting hit because their costs have been high and fewer people are going out, and and that's the dynamic. I don't think it's fear of going out anymore. I think it's just the economy. And so I'm just curious. I know it's, there are pockets of strength in this and that. It's hard to generalize here in Connecticut, but how are things going? No, Brian, it's such a great question. So our industry right now is, is feeling the secondary effects of COVID. To your point, it's not about the virus anymore. It's about inflation, worker shortage, supply chain issues, you know, not having to push the prices up, you know, to push out middle class and others to come out to eat. Um, you know, and the, and the sector that's taking it the hardest is independently owned restaurants because they just don't have that buying power. You know, they don't have multiple units that they can, you know, transition. They can invest in technology at a higher level. So, you know, that's the area that we're seeing on a national scale, but especially in Connecticut, 
hurting the most. And the other stat that is very helpful and nice, but also hurting us is we're the number one state in the country for independently owned restaurants. 97% of our full service restaurants in Connecticut are independently owned. It's an unbelievable stat. It's what makes us unique, what makes our culinary scene amazing, but it's also the number one sector that, that is struggling. And you're seeing that in the current with landmark locations closing. And those are the calls I take every day right now is they're having sales are up, you know, bartenders probably saying, Hey, it's doing really well. But you know, with all the other added expenses and prime costs, they're just struggling to break even this time of year in the winter is always difficult. I listened to the, the weather forecast you just gave and, you know, every time a restaurateur is cringing, like what's the weekend? Is it going to be too cold? Right. Because a Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the winter is everything to them. So um, that's really what's going on. We need to get to the spring, um, you know, and get the outdoor dining back up and running again and, and help these restaurants, especially these independent restaurants, you know, make it. And I think that that's, that's the other side of the long-term effect of these dollars. I think, you know, continue to shine that bright light on, how incredible it is where you can travel to your point, the wing trail and everything else that's going on. You know, you can go almost anywhere in the state and find a phenomenal restaurant, a phenomenal chef and an experience um, and learn more about that, that part of the, uh, of the state. Yeah. The wing trail is great. And they, they broke it down regionally. You should go to uh, wingaddicts.com and look at their blog because we, we got to get them in. But anyway, listen, Scott, you know, keep us updated on the progress of this, this 1% tax you know, what it's going to be used for. We'd love to have you on again, and we obviously want to support these businesses. So thanks for the time. Brian, as always, thank you so much for your support of the restaurant industry. We appreciate it. All right, Scott Dolch, President and CEO of the Connecticut Restaurant Association. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.